welcome to CSC Live on Live FM. I'm your host, Olivia Del Pra, broadcasting live from Catholic Ladies College, Eltham, Victoria, Australia. My, I'm here with my co-host, Pedro Tu, and we're joined here today by the amazing CLC drama teacher, Matthew McFarlane. Hey, guys. So, Matt, what inspired you to get into the field of acting? Firstly, thank you so much for having me on today. Very exciting. Uh, what inspired me? I'd probably put it down to a teacher that I had, to be honest. Yeah, Celia Brown, her name is. And I was at Ivan, her grammar plenty campus, and she kind of inspired me to get involved. She said, and I quote, you have a lot to say. Why not do it on stage? Um, So she sort of encouraged me to get involved in the performing arts. So I was uh, in year 10 at school getting into a little bit of trouble and she thought she'd sort of direct my attention towards the performing arts. So that was, the rest was history, I guess. Um, so you graduated WAAPA Western Australian Academy of Performing Arts in 2007. What did you have to do to get into that? So Whopper, as we call it, like the burger, Whopper. Um, <laughs> I like that name. We, you have to go through a series of auditions. So you put down okay. uh, an interview, you put down an audition initially on tape and yep. then if they like what you present, they call you back for an audition in person. So mm-hmm. you have to go back in an audition. You have to audition for singing, dancing and acting. Uh, and then you also do a, a, a chat with them about what you uh, want to achieve from the performing arts and why you want to go to WAPA for three years. Because remember, it's three years moving yeah. away from home, living in WA, yeah. away from your family. It's a pretty uh, grueling process. But, yeah, the auditions took probably three weeks. There was a couple of auditions in that time and then you find out after yeah. that. Yeah. So it must have been like a really big commitment. How did you feel getting into that? Amazing because um, it they take nine, well, it's now ten, ten boys, ten girls every year from around Australia. Wow, that's really impressive. And they have over a 1,000 people audition, so it's really hard to get into. Wow, um, yeah. And uh, people like Tim Minchin, Hugh Jackman, Lucy Durack, um, Lucy Maunder, who's going to be in the lead role in Chicago coming up, the okay. musical. Um, they're all graduates of WAPA, so um, it's got some really – special talented alumni and so I knew all of this when I auditioned and I said I want to go to the place that Hugh Jackman trained so that was where I got the opportunity to go and train there so that's that's really good really cool so you've performed in many different professional musicals such as Cats, Love Never Dies, Into the Woods and even your first television show being that iconic Kath and Kim how did you feel getting all these really big roles? So Kath and Kim was my very first job in film and television. So I got a job as an extra. And for those that don't know what an extra is, you're the background actors in the scenes. And I got a job on Kath and Kim at Kel's Meat Retreat. And okay. if you uh, if you don't know what that is, that's uh, Kath and Kim. Uh, Kel is the husband, Kel Day Night. And he is uh, hosting a, meat, a barbecue meat retreat. And all the best butchers from the local area are gathered. And uh, I'm at the table as one of the butchers from the local area playing that character. And if you watch season three episode, I think it's season three, episode two or three, um, you'll see me at the barbecue and I'm in the background and I'm at the table. But my acting coach that I was going to said, you should always make sure that you can see the camera because if you can't see the camera, the camera can't see you. 
Yeah. And so I was at the, I was a background extra and you can see me kind of leaning in all the time so that the camera can always see me. So I'm every scene that I'm in as an extra, you'll see me lean forward to make sure that the camera can get me. Um, and I guess that was kind of um, representative of the rest of my career. I, I was constantly trying to push myself to get involved in things. So yeah. I had some amazing opportunities to work on some very big musicals, traveling musicals, 14 months on certain shows, which is yeah, eight wow. shows a week, six days a week. So a real commitment. 14 months in a row. Yeah. yeah so that, that's your full-time life for a long period of time and you meet some amazing people along the way as well. So, um, yeah, been very lucky. But yeah. the Kath and Kim one is funny. That that always comes up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because a lot of people are now watching Kath and Kim again, right? So you mm. you guys have probably seen a yeah. few episodes yeah. of Kath and Kim and um, it's one of those timeless shows that kind of never gets old. It's yeah, always funny. it doesn't. And I think that's the same with Cats. Cats is like a really, really old musical, but it's it's just still popular. Like people still really want to watch the musical. It is popular. And when I was young, I saw Cats. And then you always speak to people that say, oh, I, I saw Cats when it, you know, in 1987 or I saw Cats when it first, you know, when it first came out. So um, every generation seems to have something to do with Cats. Yeah. And the production that I was in had a whole new generation of young people and I remember at the start of Act Two, um, we would come out as cats, and you know, you know, when you're sitting down in the auditorium and you're waiting for Act Two to begin, and the lights are still up. Yeah. We would come out as cats into the oh, audience, yeah. and we would like kind of interact with the fair, with the with the you know the audience members, yeah. and in the front two or three rows were all these kids, and my character comes out, and he sort of um, he gets interested in maybe you might be eating a packet of lollies over oh, here. So I'd come over and like steal a lolly or something like that. And the kids would be like, oh, no, you know, these cats are stealing my yeah. lollies. So kids would like hold their lollies and they truly believe that you're these amazing characters. And they, children have this great ability to suspend what we call suspend their disbelief. So they, yeah. they completely believe that you're a cat. Yeah, it really and, sets that mood. Yeah, and and so the kids had this magical experience with these people dressed up as cats, um, and that inspires them. That for for many of them, that's their first musical they've ever seen. Yeah, Cats the musical, and yeah. so a whole new generation gets introduced to it. Um, unfortunately, there was the little blip of the Cats movie, which yes, didn't. That was uh, a bit well, of a disappointment. A little bit of a disappointment, yeah. but you know the the live musical I think is way more. Um, inspiring and it's way more immersive because a movie you sort of sit back and you watch whereas when you see cats you're in the junkyard with all the cats yeah. and it's a little bit more I guess magical yeah yeah so for those who have just joined us I'm Olivia Del Pro and you're listening to CLC live on live FM we're broadcasting from Catholic Ladies College Eltham Victoria Australia and my co-host today is Paige O'Toole Emma joined here today by the amazing CLC drama teacher Matt McFarlane um, so what led you into a career of teaching drama? So the teaching came about because when I left drama school, I was auditioning and I was, you know, um, very often the life of a performing artist is is glamorized in a sense of, oh, you're doing these great shows and you're doing these things. Mm -hmm. But for every show you get, you spend 
weeks, months, sometimes years just auditioning, trying to get that next job, right? So being someone who's auditioning is probably a better description for a professional actor as a professional auditioner. You're constantly chasing the next gig. You don't know when it's going to be. And also musicals now audition sometimes a year out from when the musical starts, right? So you get cast in a musical and you have to wait eight months to a year before the show rehearsals start. Yeah. Which can be quite uh, difficult. To You're sitting there kind of waiting for the job to start. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so for me, I started teaching because I love working with young people and I love to um, give young people what my drama teacher at high school gave to me, which is that yeah. inspiring um, role model who – tries to encourage new young people to enter the industry because the industry is so exciting and it's amazing and you get all these great opportunities and you meet these amazing people. Um, So that was why I started teaching because I love seeing new generations of young performers. I also love to get, I also love to help them avoid the same mistakes that I made. Yeah. Help them get an agent, help them get into the right acting school so that they don't kind of waste time. There's a lot of places that you can go where you don't get as good a training, you know, so it's important that I help young people learn from the mistakes that I've made in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I can really tell like when you're teaching us, you have so much passion and you really want to like educate us to pursue our best dreams and all that. So you're really passionate about this. I'm passionate not only about acting as a professional, I'm passionate about what the performing arts can give to young people. You guys, um, there's there's a especially at CLC I think you know we're we're training young people for tomorrow to be proud you know I keep saying to you guys in class like have a voice have an opinion yeah, have yeah. something to say out in the world because if you don't there are louder more obnoxious people who'll speak over you yeah, yeah. so it's important that CLC people have the uh, they're, they're trained and you're confident to step out into the the real world. And I think drama is really helpful for that. Drama is gives us a voice and it teaches us how to use our voice, how to use our bodies, how to put ourselves in a confident, um, you know, um, situation where you can go into a job interview, you can go out and, and do a oral presentation in year 12, for example, which you have to do. Um, Drama is good for all of that. So drama is just good for like everyday life, just personal skills that you might need in everyday life. Well, I'm biased, but you sit behind a desk in almost every other subject at school. In my subject, you don't have to. You you can move, you can get involved. It's kinesthetic learning. It's it's learning by doing. And I think that's where drama provides a point of difference to the rest of school. And I like to think it's the most fun subject at school. It's definitely a highlight in my week, I must admit. But I'm biased. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your greatest achievement in your career? Wow, the greatest achievement. Um, There were a couple of moments. Um, One, I did a a movie um, on the ABC uh, with with Paramount Pictures and um, the – the, sorry, not Paramount Pictures. I'm getting the producer wrong. But I did a, a movie on the ABC. It was in collaboration with Opera Australia. Yeah. Um, and it was called The Divorce. And yeah. um, it's uh, it, it was an amazing film where I got to work with some of Australia's leading performers, um, Kate Miller-Heidke, wow. yeah. um, Marina Pryor, uh, Lisa McCune, Hugh Sheridan, some incredible artists. Um and that was where I got to play a lead role in a movie musical. 
So it was a movie, opera, soap opera, musical. That was one. And then the other one was when I was um, the phantom of the opera understudy in Love Never Dies. Wow. Yeah. And I I was the understudy for him. He was unwell and got injured and I went on for him um, and I ended up performing the role over the season about 53 times. Wow. And – if, if you know, you know, Phantom of the Opera and Love Never Dies, which they're the, Love Never Dies is the sequel, mm-hmm. um, you'll know that it's um, it's the Phantom has a massive role. Yeah. So it was yeah. me singing like 20 songs on stage in this musical in front of yeah. 2,000 people every yeah, night. So that was a massive highlight. Get to wear the iconic mask. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, amazing experience. Those are probably my two favourite moments as a performer yeah yeah definitely that's really cool um what part of performing do you find the hardest the part of performing i find the hardest would probably be the physical demand of it i know it sounds weird right but if you're doing eight shows a week of cats crawling around as a cat it starts to get painful after a while and when you get about two months in you start going Oh, you know, you gotta, you gotta sort of, it takes a little longer to get out of bed in the morning because you're, you're tired. And then, you know, for example, on a Wednesday and on a Saturday, you do two shows both days. Wow. So two, three hour musicals in the one day. Yeah. And the next day, you know, usually shows have a physiotherapist that travel around with you or a massage therapist. So you can book in at the theater the next day before the show to get a half hour um, massage. Or if you've got any niggles or injuries or something like that, you can go and get the physio to help you out with them. So about two to three months in, people start getting injuries and people start getting really sore. So um, that's probably the hardest part. I was like always knocking on the door of the physios. I'm like, help me, I'm old. And uh, they would sort of give you massage and stuff like that to get you back out onto the stage. But we also had what we call swings or understudies. So the swings would be able to, they're ready at a moment's notice to go on if you can't go on stage as your understudy. So, but yeah, that, the physical nature of it is actually harder than it seems. Yeah. Eight shows a week. You really you really don't seem to notice that when you're just watching the show. How much effort and commitment you put in that one show? Well, they're athletes, performing artists, especially music theatre performers, they're athletes. They're singing, dancing and acting every day, yeah. six days a week, right? So the you have to be physically fit as well as vocally fit yeah because you have to sing it's imagine you have you know imagine you're singing for three hours do it today and then do it tomorrow and then the next day and then twice on wednesday right so you have to be really strong vocally you have to have really good training you have to also be physically fit you have to be stretching every day you have to be eating well because if you just go out and get maccas at 12 o'clock after the show on the way home through sydney cbd you're not going to feel great on sunday morning so nutrition really important drinking lots of water i have this um, horrible story that I feel like now's the right time to share. But we used to wear unitards. Um, so all the actors are wearing like um, unitards um, on on as the cat, right? And then yeah. makeup would cover the other areas that weren't covered yeah. by the unitard. I used to have two unitards because I'd need to change one from act one to act two. Okay. Because you get so sweaty and yeah, you get so yeah. hot that I needed a second costume because I I'll be I would just be drenched if I went out in act two. Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's so gross. Like, but that's the reality, is that's what you don't see. You don't see the actors 
sweating and, you know, straining and struggling because you're sitting back in the audience. So you kind of don't see the little intricacies like that. Yeah. Um, one day, funny story, one day I was the phantom. I was playing the phantom on stage and my mask was here, right? And at the end of the show, I've got Christine in my arms. She's dying. She's yeah. just been shot by yeah. one of by Meg, one of the other characters. It's this very dramatic ending. And I'm holding her and I'm singing to her as she's dying. And yeah. she's saying, don't worry about me. You know, like, and so she's dying in my arms and I'm singing to her and I had a, um, the mask here. And as I leaned over, she died and, and she, she dies with her mouth kind of like that. For those that aren't watching at home, I've kind of got my head tilted back with my mouth open a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's how she died. Right. But I leaned down and like a bit of sweat came out of my mask and went into her oh. <laughs> and she was, she's dead. Right. So she can't do anything, but like this sweat went like bloop into her mouth and she was like, <laughs> like yelling at me, but she was, so the audience can't see, yeah. but she's yelling at me like, and I was like trying to sing to her, but I'm also laughing and she's laughing. So that's like little things like that. I know you said, what's the hardest thing about it? Like yeah. eight shows a week, it's yeah. demanding, it's grueling, but then things happen as well. So like yeah. that's doing the same show is also exciting because something different happens every day. Yeah. You have Just to respond to it. Things, yeah. 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 Like one day I did Priscilla, the music, I was doing Priscilla, the musical for 14 months. That was one of my first jobs that I ever did. And one of the cupcakes, we're all dressed as cup, giant cupcakes. Oh, yeah. And once you fall over as a cupcake, you ain't getting back up, right? Because the, <laughs> the cupcake is so thick that you can't stand back up. Back up yeah. So we had this thing is whenever the cup, you were dancing and you happen to fall over, if anyone fell over, you have to roll off stage because oh. that's the only way you can get back yeah. up if someone's helping you. So I, one of the one of the actors fell over and he had to just roll. So like imagine this cupcake's just like yeah. rolling off stage. But those are the fun little things, the fun little moments that keep it interesting and keep it different. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I went off on a tangent there. <laughs> no, but that's all right. good. Fun stories. So obviously you've worked with some really great actors in the past. Who would, have, who would you say have been your favourite to work with? So Delta Goodrum gets a lot of um, – uh, gets a lot of love, but also gets a lot of hate. And I've yeah. never understood why. Delta is probably the, the most, one of the most professional people I've ever worked with. So I, um, Delta was our Grizabella in Cats. And I remember, I'll never forget, Delta was, um, we'd been doing rehearsals for two and a half weeks. And then she joined us after that because she was filming The Voice. Yeah. And so yeah. they had early episodes to film. And then she came and joined us for um, two and a half weeks into rehearsals. And our director, every day of rehearsals, got us to, for the first half an hour of rehearsals, we had to get down on all fours and pretend to be a cat waking up in the morning, yeah. right? So you'd sleep as the cat and then you'd get up and then you'd you'd sort of like scratch, you know, stretch as a cat. Yeah, and then yeah. you would go around and meet other cats in the, in the um, rehearsal room, right? And Delta came in at the start of this day. She had never, we'd been doing this for two and a half weeks. So we were yeah. kind of used to how it was going on. And then Delta came in and she walked in and she was in this like amazing outfit, you know, you know, I don't know if she was in heels, but she's like really tall. And she came in and she was dressed really well with her hair and makeup and she looked yeah. fantastic. And she was like this energy, this ball of radiance and energy coming into the room. And everyone was like, oh my God, it's Delta, it's Delta, it's Delta. <laughs> and 
the director said, okay, Delta, everyone, this is Delta. And we're like, hi. And, and she's like, hi guys, you know, so friendly. And then um, the director was like, all right, let's go. Let's continue our improv Delta. If you can just jump down on the floor and be a cat. <laughs> and literally without a second of hesitation, she jumped down on the ground and was, you know, a cat with us. And, yeah. you know, on all fours moving around the room. And I, w- I remember being like, this is probably Australia, one of Australia's biggest pop stars. And She's literally with so, has so much humility and um, so much grace and and willingness to be involved. She just jumped yeah. down and was a cat with us. So yeah. I, I've I've also seen Delta wait in the rain for two and a half hours at in Sydney's uh, theatre to sign every autograph before she oh, went home. Wow. Oh and gosh. she had two shows the next day, and she was staying for two and a half hours, and she signed everyone's autograph and wow. all of her people were like come on let's go let's get you out of the rain but she's yeah. like no nah, i'm not leaving until i sign every autograph and so those are the little moments that people don't hear about that make yeah. her such a special person but yeah so she's probably the you know one of the most amazing i've worked with yeah definitely um so as a young child did you ever contribute to any performing arts programs like in school yeah so year 10 i um auditioned for the musical because um we were doing Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and I auditioned sort of as a bit of a dare, to be honest. Like my, I was playing football at school and um, my buddies were like, you, you, you know, audition, you should audition. And I was like, nah, you audition and then I'll audition. So we ended up all going and as a bit of a laugh and we auditioned and I got one of the main roles. Wow. And I couldn't sing, couldn't dance, couldn't act. I was just kind of, I don't think anyone else auditioned for that role. So they're like, oh, I'll just put this guy into it. <laughs> yeah. And so I got the role and then I um, got involved in the performing arts and I ended up being drama captain at my school. Okay. So that was in year 10 and then 11 and 12, I did the musicals as well. Um, so I was very much in the performing arts after that. So I guess if you if you've if you've ever been involved in a musical, you understand how absolutely unbelievably amazing it is to be involved with a group of people within a community and you you develop such close bonds and relationships being part of a school show so yeah yeah that was that was my journey but it didn't start till year 10. Wow so as young what do you so what would be your advice to young people who might go down the same career path as you? Um, resilience is such an important part of being a performer, whether it's in a school musical or whether it's out as a professional, you have to be okay with hearing no. And hearing no is 95% of the job. Okay. People don't want you to be part of their show and that's okay. You yeah. might not be the right fit for X, Y, and Z reasons, right? Z reasons. Um, you need to be okay with a knockback and you mm. need to build thick skin. And so don't yeah. don't think that it's an easy ride. Don't. Th- there's very few people that get go from zero to 100 or stardom. Yeah. There's years yeah, and definitely. years and years of hard work and knockbacks. You need to be prepared to work really hard to develop your skills and because- commitment. Yeah, you need to you need to be prepared to work on your skills for years and years and years to perfect them, and then eventually one day you get lucky and someone says yes, yeah. um, and then you keep working because even after you do a musical, you then go back to being unemployed. You've yeah, got to then yeah. go and get the next job. So it's constantly being okay with hustling and yeah. learning how to chase and learning how to be hungry and learning how to also be okay with not being someone's first choice and just going, all right, I'm going to, that's okay. 
I'm not going to take it personally. I'm going to bounce back and I'm going to work even harder. That yeah. would be my advice, resilience and being okay with hearing no. And yeah. to take every opportunity that you get that comes in Big your time. way. Uh, just on that, I remember when I was at WAPA in second year, Hugh Jackman came to visit us at oh, WAPA wow. and wow. talked to us. And I remember when he walked in, he just – was he was filming the Wolverine movie and he came in to talk to us and I was sitting there as a second year like, oh, my God, (laughs) this is Hugh Jackman. And uh, he said to us, and I still remember it, he said, say yes for the first five years, only yes, right? So after drama school, just say yes, do everything, do background, Mm. do featured, go and work on a cruise ship, you know, go down to the local shopping centre and and do a Scooby-Doo show, which I did. I did Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Live at Greensboro Shopping Centre, right? So um, you you say yes to everything and you build relationships with people, right? And the same people you might do a a children's show at Greensboro Shopping Centre, five years later is working at the ABC on this production, right? So the people that are working behind the scenes, they're working as hard as you on camera or on stage to get to where they want to get to as well. So the relationships you make, even now as young people, if you start building relationships with people and saying, hey, let's do a collaboration or let's make a video or let's do a podcast, you know, you never know where those people are going to be in five years' time. So it's all about relationship building as well. Yeah, like you, Jackman, used to um, be a clown at children's parties and now he's like this world-famous Australian actor. I yeah. didn't know that. Was he? Did he do yeah, children's he parties? There's yeah. a reason he quit that. Imagine yeah. if he had the claim to fame as like, Hugh Jackman was a clown at my children's yeah, exactly. party. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome, that isn't it? That's a pretty good bag. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I like that. Great. So that's all time. That's all what we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Olivia Del Pryor, your host, and I'm joined with Paige O'Toole, my co-host. This is Matt McFarlane, and we're CLC Live on Live FM, broadcasting from Catholic Ladies College, Eltham, Australia, Victoria. Thank you.